Hello? Beans, coming beans. Can you hear me? I can. All right, cool. And with that, well, let's take you to a special remote edition. The official podcast. Joined always by my co-host. My my co-host, Brendan, a.k.a. Beans, a.k.a. Snooker. So, uh, how you doing, man? How uh, how are things? Um, you know, it's good. It was nice waking up today in, in, in early January 2020. Whole year ahead of me. I'm sure nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah, well, uh, pretty much the exact opposite happened. Oh, is it June? Oh, I, I've been sleeping. Has anything happened? Basically, the whole world ended. Uh, first, it started with a virus in China, and now there is just civil unrest everywhere. But this isn't to get into a political discussion. Uh, we're here to talk one thing only, and that's, that's the league. league. So, uh, uh, who, so, remind me, it's been uh, it's been about six months actually since um, the season ended, especially since the last episode. Who we didn't do. A rapper. Who won? Uh, who won? That's a good question. Uh, someone smart, someone handsome, someone with 80. a big schlong, and a really nice 80. smile. Uh, <laughs> the the champion was, of course, team Everybody Hates Chris, captained by your, myself. Uh, I defeated LeBron in the championship game. But we don't have to get into too much crazy discussion. I just wanted on record out there on the audio waves that I am the defending champion. I do have – hold up. You can't see it, but you can hear it. That's me knocking on my championship belt. Current owner, my pride and joy, my baby, Brent's baby, everyone's baby. So I'm wearing it proud. Uh, I'm rocking it, but – I want to take this time to actually jump into uh, looking forward to next year. How excited are you for for next year's draft, potential draft? That's that's to say there is going to be a league next year. Who knows? I I mean I can't wait. I'm I'm so excited. I mean we're really the the, the last year really has flown by. We're almost getting to the point of last year we were doing mock drafts all day every day for most of the summer and um you know, it's a little too early now. Yeah, it's great. I mean, but it's crazy. It's June fourth. I I ha- I've done like three, maybe four mock drafts. I at this point last year, I was doing about ten a day. Yeah, I mean, we're we're also. You know? I mean, last year we did get our we we did the draft order a bit earlier than usual. We we got that done um, in 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 early july so you know maybe even like a month from now we might have the draft order we'll really uh yeah i i'm getting a little i'm i as the commission i i want i'm getting a little antsy i might jump the gun and who knows i might i might do it on this pod i might just random you want to but no i actually i was thinking about this i want it no i want to do I want to do some some kind of competition to to establish draft order. Like it's got to be it's got to be luck and random, uh, because that's just what the draft order is. It always is. But it's not just hitting you know a click of the button on the webs on on the internet. I was thinking I took this inspiration from somewhere I saw online. 
we all bet on like a different horse and a horse and a ten horse race, and where they finish is the draft. It determines huh. the draft order. So if you win, obviously you get the number one pick and so forth. So I, something to that degree, you know, a little fun, friendly competition, but uh, nothing where it's like you know someone's at a complete advantage and someone's at a complete disadvantage. You know, because that's not really the spirit of establishing the draft order is all yeah, about. Yeah. Um... What are, what are your thoughts? I, I think that would be that'd be pretty fun. I you know how often do horse races happen? I they're going on right now in in New York City, so I assume they're pretty much everywhere okay. around the world. Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool, and you know maybe we can uh you know throw, throw some money. But uh, we'll we'll discuss in the next episode. Yeah, maybe we can do like a selection so. Sunday video too if the horses thing doesn't. <laughs> that would actually be pretty funny. Uh, so I mean, just get, walk me through your thoughts on this NFL. It's been a turbulent, crazy NFL offseason so far. You know, I I don't really know what to expect coming into next year's fantasy season. Yeah, turbulent for you maybe, but the Cowboys drafted CD Lamb in the first round, so um, not so turbulent <laughs> for me. That's a that's a future. Where do you got where do you got C D on your uh in your mock in your projections? Why what what's your wide receiver? Uh high to very high. <laughs> yeah. Uh while while we're on the topic of the Cowboys offseason, I want to get your thoughts on the Dak Prescott situation. Do you think he's gonna get paid? I mean, they did bring in Andy Dalton, notable fan of the show. <laughs> Fuck that everyone's guy. favorite redhead, Andy Dalton. Is now back up in Big D. I mean, what what are your thoughts? They're gonna pay him. The, I mean, I I don't know. I really don't know. I thought so, and the more I mean, it just comes from for me. Like, I gotta look it up their cap situation, but I just don't see how they have room. They do. Dallas cap. I'm looking up. Casey, the the sound of the audio of picking up my typing. Uh, looking at their cap figure right now. No, I, I'm fairly certain. They have, they have, according to overthecap.com, just under $5 million. So they're going to have to create some room uh, somewhere. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, God. They're, they're gonna sign Dak. Dak's are Dak's actually making thirty one million this year on the, the franchise uh, tag. On the franchise, which is, which is they have. Oh, they have LeBron's baby, Greg Zerloin. I didn't even realize. Yeah, that. yeah, they, they got him this offseason. The they 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 extended one point two five. They oh oh. So the Cowboys had a stacked offseason. Yeah, and they and they resigned Cooper for five I ta- years. I take, that, I take that back. I take that back. No, the Cowboys. The Cowboys are the he- get break the leg. The Cowboys are the heavy favorites coming out of the NFC East right and now. That makes Levante Cowboys. The NFC. Fan now, so. That makes Levante Cowboys fan. Joe. Oh no, 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 not that Joe Thomas. They have a Joe Thomas. Not the Joe Thomas. <laughs> not the Joe Thomas. Uh, Andy Dalton only two mil. Sean Lee. Sean Lee's still cooking yeah. the Cowboys. <laughs> Jesus. And Vanguard, I remember going to be starting. Oh God, I, I hope he t- thirty four. Jeez, 
Jesus. So, Sean. You you don't see – I can't even think of the last football player, period, I can think of who played till he was 34. Like, Brett Favre? Like, that's not a quarterback, actually. Um, Let me rephrase that. Larry Fitzgerald is probably over 34. 20. Oh, yeah, definitely. Larry Fitzgerald's got to be almost 40. He joined the league when he was – in, like, 2003 he was drafted. I got Larry Fitz coming up right now. 30s. He'll be 37. He looks phenomenal. Yeah. For 30s. I mean, phenomenal for 37. So what, uh, what, what about the Jets? He came in young. He was ninth. Oh, he was drafted in 2004, not 2003. I apologize. But anyway, it didn't mean to get too much into a tangent. So, yeah, Cowboys had a good uh, offseason. The Jets did not. They did not fire Adam Gase. So I'm pretty pissed. But we're not a Jets talking league uh, podcast. We're here to talk the league. So let's get into uh, let's get into what we're looking at. You know, there's a lot of notable players moved this off season. Obviously, none bigger than Tom Brady heading to South, not not South Beach. I'm sorry, to uh, Tampa. Now you've taken one good quarterback out of the AFC. You're adding another one to the loaded NFC. You already got in a division that includes Matt Ryan, everyone's favorite racist, Drew Brees. Boo. Uh, <laughs> boo, boo, Drew Brees. We're an anti-Drew Brees podcast now. Maybe even worse than Andy Dalton. But I digress. Go boys. Uh, go boys. You know, uh, Dak, Russell Wilson, uh, Carson Wentz. Notable zero playoff wins fantasy. Uh, Carson zero Wentz. Goose egg. Uh, Nick, Nick Foles is in the NFC now. Uh, they even talked, we haven't even talked about Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, the NFC is pretty loaded. Yeah. I mean, but fantasy implications wise, you know, last year they had the, the Bucks had two of the top. Five wide receivers in all of fantasy, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. And now they're throwing in that they have touchdown Tommy throwing to them. Uh I mean, you gotta be excited if you're if you're a Tampa Bay Bucks fan tonight today. I'll tell you one thing, it makes the Saints defense a hell of a lot less valuable. <laughs> well, I don't I I got to look where they finished last year, but I don't think many people were high on the Saints defense. I mean, one thing the Saints don't do well is play defense. Uh, but, oh, I we, we haven't even touched upon also, not only is touchdown Tommy going to Tampa, but his best friend, partner in crime, Rob Gronkowski, came out of a WWE 24-7 champion, Rob Gronkowski, I might add, is now a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, it's interesting to see where, I mean, we all know tight ends are crapshoots unless you get Greg Kittle or Zach Ertz or Travis Kelsey. You're pretty much just, you know, bargaining at the bottom of, you know, a pile of crap. Vance McDonald. I assume assume Gronkowski is going to have to, Immediately jump right in to be tight end four at you know at yeah, the worst that, right now right. That's I mean, exactly what I was going to ask you. Where where do you think he is? Let me uh 
do they have their do they have rankings yet? Yeah, they, you gotta find them somewhere. Let me pull it. Let's see. But I'm looking it up right now. Because I mean, yeah, he's got to be three or four. Or man, I got Matthew wow. Berry's top 2020 PPR rankings. Saquon won my ba- I mean, I'm sorry, Christian McCaffrey won my baby. But I'm going right to tight ends. And he's got Kelsey one, Kittle two, Zach Ertz three. Oh wow. Jeez. Yeah. Look at listen to these. Uh, I, I got Kelsey it up. one. You got it up? Yep. Rob Gr- Gronkowski barely cracks the top ten. He comes in at number ten. Behind Austin Hooper, Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, Evan Ingram. Darren Wall. Oh, I forgot Darren Wall had a had a huge year. It's weird seeing the LV next to him. I keep I I just instantly think Oakland, but whatever. Uh, so that that's actually I different. don't know. That's that's different from what I'm looking at. I'm just on the fantasy page, and you know their player rankings are Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, Mark Andrews, Darren Waller, Evan yeah. Ingram, then Gronk. They have Evan Ingram above Gronk. Yeah, that's what I have. Uh, that's what I'm looking at too. Wait, what do they ha- what do they have Gronk on yours? Uh, one, two, three. seven. Okay, they. I'm looking at Matthew Barry himself has just number ten. Uh, but like I mentioned, Hunter Henry, Austin Hooper, Tyler Higby. I mean, these guy. I I don't know. I think you got you got to roll the dice with Gronk if if there if he's there and you're that's you know that's your pick that's your decision. I mean he's Gronk he's the greatest tight end of all time. Says Jason Witten. Um, I'm I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Gronk will be drafted higher than Vance McDonald unless both are available when you're picking. Then I know you're taking Vance McDonald. Then I'm taking Vance McDonald because I'm always taking Vance. I got it. Where's OJ Howard on this? He's off the – oh, my God. O.J. Howard's down to 29. Yeah. Behind notable notable Dawson Knox. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Blake Jarwin. Irv Smith Jr. You, Matthew Berry is telling me right now he'd rather draft Irv Smith Jr. than O.J. Howard. That's a mighty fall. Uh, some people don't even have him ranked. And that, these, Matthew Berry at least has him ranked. I don't know who these people are, but someone with the last name Krokoff, who works for ESPN, doesn't have him ranked. I mean, talk about talk about just a fall from grace. Last year, tight end number like five, OJ Howard. This year, twenty nine. Sad, really sad. The mighty have fallen. Uh-huh. I see. Uh... Yep, Vance McDonald. You still there, Beans? Yep, Vance McDonald's like. I don't even. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't even see Vance McDonald coming up. Good, fuck him anyway. But uh, I think that's enough tight end talk. We we went on like a, a nice little ten minute tight end tangent. Uh, there were some other moves though. Notable, a lot of running backs are on the move. We saw, uh, 
last year's holdout, Melvin Ingram. Where did he go? Denver, I want to say. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Mel- Melvin Gordon. That's what I said. Did I, did I say? You said Melvin Ingram. Oh, I'm sorry. Melvin Gordon. You're right. Yeah, Mel- Melvin Ingram. He's on Denver. Yeah. Melvin Gordon. You're right, right. Melvin Ingram is the fucking Chargers, right? I don't even know. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. Pan- uh, not Panthers. Ravens. Ravens. I don't know. I Clearly, my head's elsewhere. It's not fantasy season yet. So, you know, I got all these names jumbled up. Melvin Gordon, we're discussing. He went to Denver. That affects me because you know I love Philip Lindsay. Yeah. I love my Denver running backs, Royce Freeman. Uh, so, interesting, that dynamic. Now they kind of have a three-headed monster in the backfield. And you think Melvin Gordon, you know, used to be this workhorse in, in L.A., and now he's coming into Denver, and Denver has always, always been running back by committee from the days with no Sean Moreno and C.J. Anderson, uh, Royce Freeman, Devontae Booker, like just na- fantasy names that just you can just rattle off, you know. So it's interesting. I you got to think that knocks Melvin Gordon from what would have been, you know, going into last year, he was like a tier two. A tier two running back. Now he's he might not even be draftable. He's certainly not a starting running back. No, no, no. Um, the the, the rankings I have. Jesus Christ. I mean, I I know what happened last year, but they have Devontae Freeman at like a hundred. It looks like I, I haven't. They don't they don't have numbers next to it, but Joe Mixon is not in the top ten. Good. Oh, Chris Who you say? Uh, you cut off Chris, a little Chris, bit. Chris's boy, Todd Gurley, now a, uh, a Falcon. Yeah, that's the other one I wanted to discuss. So everyone knows there's three certainties in life, right? Death, taxes, and Chris Blaine drafting Todd Gurley. Now, obviously, we just finished tax season. Obviously, hopefully, death is for all of us, you know, a few years down the road. But I think for the first time, like, this certainty is going to be – this law of physics, the law of the universe, really, is going to be broken. Todd Gurley to Chris Blaine, I just don't see it happening. Is it because he's on the Falcons? Does Chris have a no Falcons policy? I mean, I just don't think you could – I don't – I wouldn't risk it. I First of all, he's got we, – we already discussed how touchdown dependent he is. And that Falcons, I got to look it up. The Falcons running backs, from my memory, don't get a lot of touches at the goal line. They, you know, Matt Ryan throws for 35 touchdowns every year. They seem to throw for their touchdowns a lot. Just not so if he's Julio not getting Jones. these touchdowns, exactly. Except, yeah, not to Julio Jones. It's always the fucking Calvin Ridley and Mohamed Sanu. Uh, so we're, we got. Todd Gurley on mine is coming up number 16. So that would make him like a low running back too. Actually right above Melvin Gordon, coincidentally. I mean, I guess that sounds right because, you know, he is Todd Gurley. But I don't know. This is Todd Gurley of 2020 is far from the Todd Gurley of 2016, you know. Even 2018. 2017. Even 2018, yeah. But looking at it, we got 
the consensus number one, Christian McCaffrey. I think that's a slam dunk. He should be the number one pick in this year's draft. Uh, seemed to be the say, the consensus number two, Saquon Barkley. Had a bit of, act, not a bit, a huge disappointing season last year. I he mean, hurt. he missed time with injuries. Uh, barely 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. I he, he was not good. If you drafted him high, like you did, like my boy Max, you ended up probably regretting it. Uh, Dalvin Cook last year's, you know, unsung hero, surprise, probably fantasy steal for most people, is uh, this year's running back three. Zeke, running back four. Alvin Kamara, running back five. And I have to mention, just because of last year's blasphemy in the draft, all the way up to number six is Derrick Henry. Yep. I mean, last year, you couldn't give away Derrick Henry at the draft last year. Yeah, I, I people and, begged me to take him in, like, literally, like, the 12th round. Yeah, no. I We had the draft board. It was unfortunately thrown away in an accident, so I don't have it anymore. But I would just stare at it, and it would haunt my nightmares, thinking that I had six rounds where I could have taken Derrick Henry, six different opportunities, and I just didn't pull the trigger because of prejudice, really. I just didn't like him. I had him the year before, and everyone. I mean, he was one of those guys that was just being picked up and dropped week to week. Yeah. He was on everyone's. He was, he was, you know, he was the town, you know. Yeah, the you-know-what. You know what? Everyone had to go with him, so – uh, I think Austin you drafted. Eckler, I think you drafted the, Vance McDonald over Derrick Henry. I that sounds about right. That act, that really sounds about right. Which just goes to show how how much of a crapshoot last year's fan. I mean, but we were boozing, we were having fun, we were slamming nugs and shrimp sauce. Oh, so yeah, I gross. mean, <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh but yeah, and besides that, you know. Some other notable running backs, Le'Veon Bell fell all the way to 15. Get up. I don't disagree. The Jets suck. James Conner, LeBron's baby, down to 22. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's running back 24. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, last year, wasn't he, like, the GOAT running back? He averaged five yards a carry, 10 touchdowns, 1,000 yards. You can get a lot of there's you can't tell me there's twenty three better running fantasy running backs this year than Mark Ingram. I'm sorry. I don't agree with that at all. Uh yeah. I I'd rather have Mark on. Ingram than Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah, no. I yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree. Totally wouldn't disagree. Like, I mean the Jets line sucks. They don't run the ball well. You know the two things you kind of need to do as a running back. So I I don't know. Looking at moving on to wide receivers, really only one notable uh, thing to discuss this offseason with the wide receivers, and that was the obvious the surprise trade of DeAndre Hopkins, Brent's baby, went from Houston to Arizona. What a fucking I mean, nightmare! Yeah, if you're a Texans fan today, I mean. Use this as an opportunity to run a bath and jump in with a with a microwave because I don't know what the hell you were thinking there as a franchise. I would be calling for Bill O'Brien's head, honestly. This guy's just not the guy's just 
absolutely fucked them since uh, he's taken over as their general manager. I'm mean, a good coach. Don't get me wrong, good coach wins his division, but they got nothing for Clowney. Basically, nothing for DeAndre Hopkins. Hey, they got David. That's Johnson. just not how you rebuild a. That's fr- not how you build a franchise around your star, absolute star, young franchise quarterback, Deshaun Watson. He he needs help, and he's not getting it. They gave up so much to get Laomi Tunsil, who was a decent but not you know life changing left tackle. Paid him through the roof. I mean, I, I just don't know what the Texans are doing, but this is not an anti-Texans podcast. We're here to talk wide receivers right now. And I do, I don't it. agree with Julio Jones, number two, what I'm looking at. No way. I, I, where do you, I have him at number four, which I think sounds about right. So, so the, the top 10 on ESPN fantasy is Michael Thomas, Julio Jones, yeah. Tyreek Hill, DeAndre, DeAndre Hopkins. Devontae Freeman, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Amari Cooper. Yeah, I got uh, Michael Thomas, one. Hawkins, two. Adams, three. Julio, four. Tyreek, five. Chris Godwin. Kenny Galladay. I love, I, I'm a big Kenny Galladay f- guy, but so number So is your brother. Wide receiver. He's kind of, yeah. Wide receiver 17 is kind of high. Uh, then Mike Evans. So two, we mentioned, two two bucks make the top eight. That Chris Godwin, Mike Evans tandem. DJ Moore, who I don't love. And Amari Cooper around out of the top 10. Oh, it's crazy. Odell dropped down to 13. Juju Smith-Schuster, 14. They, I mean, it's a huge shakeup in the wide receiver. Stefan, oh, we the other big wide receiver who left, Stefan Diggs. We didn't even touch. Oh yeah, went to Buffalo. Now he's playing with a bunch of racist QBs. But again, we digress. This ain't no social uh, strife pod. Um, <laughs> something that I see on my list is Tyler Lockett is a star. What does that mean? Can you can you tell the listeners what the star means? Because I don't have that on my list. I mean, he's in the top 15. All right. I mean, I don't disagree. I love Mike Tyler Lockett. And I and I, 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 I told you last summer, every day, every single day, I was taking Tyler every, Lockett in the fourth round. And I took, I, I took you upon it. And you I took, took him Tyler in the draft? Lock- no. I took him in the fifth round. And But the, 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 yeah. the point is you drafted him and you won the league. That's true. That is true. I drafted him. I won the league. But, uh, geez, my man, Julian Edelman, PED user, dropped all the way down to 30. That, that post Tom Brady effect. Yeah, for real. Uh, DK Metcalf yeah, a little, little lower than I would think. Like, I think you have him. I, I, again, it's not numbered, so I can't really see, but he's. One above Terry McLaurin and one below Calvin Ridley, but ten times out of ten, and I'm not even—I mean, it's not even worth saying. But I'm taking DK yeah. Metcalf over Jarvis Landry, and they have Jarvis Landry two above DK Metcalf, which is just no way. Beans. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you cut out a little bit. 
It's all good. Uh, but yeah, I heard what you, I got most of what you were saying. I actually surprised. I mean, I wish we could find a consistent ranking system because I got DK below Jarvis, below Terry McLaurin. Uh, I don't know. I disagree. I'm a big Jarvis Landry guy, especially in these half PPR leagues. He's a volume receiver, gets a lot of touches. Uh, he'll even get a few handoff game, you know, on those end of rounds. Uh, I think he's a good possession receiver. He works well with Baker Mayfield. Uh, and I, you know, I don't know. I can see your point with DK, but I think personally, I would rather Jarvis Landry. Uh, I do agree with you about Terry McLaurin. Uh, the Redskins suck. There's no other way you can put that. They're absolutely terrible. Dwayne Haskins, sorry, Jack, is terrible. Should not be a wide, uh, quarterback in this league. Um, so I do not trust uh, anyone really on the Redskins, but particularly Terry McLaurin. I mean, uh, I, another person I'm taking, uh, I'm taking Metcalf over over Robert Diggs. 100% of the time. All the time. Tells Robert Diggs. I'm sorry, Robert Woods. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Robert Woods is terrible. I I hate Robert Woods. I want it on record. I just don't think he's very good. I hate pretty much all the Rams. I don't. I really don't know why. I just think that they stink. They, they blew their window, their championship window, when they gave Jared Goff that huge contract. Do not like Jared Goff at all. And really, you see the snowball effects from that because they had to cut Todd Gurley. They got rid of, you know, uh, Marcus Peters, Dom Kinsu, uh, Brandon Cooks. Oh, Brandon Cooks, we didn't mention, went to uh, Houston. So they kind of supplemented DeAndre Hopkins with a much, much worse version of himself. And I can tell you that Brandon Cooks... Is not a difference maker. No, no, he's absolutely not. I had him on my team last year. He missed half the season, and when he did play, I don't think he ever got more than twelve points a game. So, yes, I mean, think going from th- think about it like this: going from DeAndre Hopkins to Brandon Cooks is the equivalent to when Blues Clues went from Steve to Joe. It's just not the same. It's not the same. You you can try you can you know prop up and pr- promote Joe all you want, but he's never gonna be Steve. He's never gonna have the following of Steve. He's not gonna have the he's not gonna bring that dynamic element to the show that Steve brought. And that's the same with Brandon Cooks in your offense. You think he's you can think he's DeAndre Hopkins, but he's not. He's a bust. He sucks. Do not draft him this year. I'm officially putting my stamp on it this right now. Do not drop. Uh, do not draft Brandon Cooks, or you will be doing stand up next year. Yeah, Brandon Cooks is tricky because on paper he's very good, and he has had some pretty good fantasy years in the past. So you think you're getting a bargain when you take him in like the seventh or eighth or ninth round. But he's not worth that. I mean, he's a free eight. Like you, you pick him up like if you really are in a bind due to a bye week or something. But Brandon, yeah, it's just 
ain't it? No, yeah, that's really that's really the only spot I could see playing him this year is you're in a crunch, you know, T.Y. Hilton goes down with an injury right before kickoff. You got to pick pick up somebody. You take Brandon Cooks. I don't know. But there's a lot of uh, notable wide, notable rookie wide receivers, too. So we already, according to this ranking, 52, which is two spots below Henry Ruggs, fellow uh, first-round rookie QB, uh, rookie wide receiver. And eight spots below Jerry Judy of Denver. And honestly, I kind of I, – I think those rankings are fair, to be honest. Going into the draft, I thought Jerry Judy was the consensus number one wide receiver. And going to Denver, he'll definitely be the number one wide – he'll definitely be, you know, their number one option on the outside. And Henry Ruggs will also be the number one option for the, Ra- uh, for the Raiders. And we know John Gruden loves his fucking playmakers. CeeDee Lamb, great guy. think he's talented. But I would have him three out of, third out of those three, mainly because the Cowboys run the ball so efficiently. And, you know, they're going to have to feed Amari Cooper as well. So, you know, someone's going to have to get the ball less. And, unfortunately, for CeeDee Lamb fans, I think that's going to be him. What about you? What do you say? Yeah, I mean, your analysis does make sense. And remember, the Cowboys have Michael Gallup, too. Yeah, no, I f- totally forgot. Michael Gallup was a 1,000-yard receiver last year, right? He was very, very good. And if you draft Robbie Anderson over Michael Gallup, <laughs> I mean, we're going to have words. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, my computer was slow. I thought Robbie Anderson was ranked above Michael Gallup. And he's he's far below him. So. Yeah, I, I'm not even. I'm not even seeing Robbie Anderson on my board. Oh, there you go. I got him at 49. So yeah, he's yeah, kind I think of he's 50 here below, below Preston Williams. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Actually, I do know who Preston Williams is, but he sucks. That's all you need to know about him. And Deontay Johnson, who. I, I think I know who he is. I think he got some that just, that plays just sounds like a generic that just sounds like a generic Madden you know create a player name. I I couldn't tell you anything of substance about Deontay Johnson. Do you know who I think is gonna have a breakout year? I don't know why. DJ Chark. <laughs> don't 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 right don't don't. Don't feed into LeBron, all right? <laughs> I don't want to discuss anything LeBron-related right now. For, it, it, I'm just going to put this out there so it's out there on record. LeBron, layoff. Actually, you've been better the last week or so, but your your Twitter game in the in the quarantine has been cringeworthy right now. Uh, yeah, you should be, should arrested. be arrested. But... Will be arrested. You know who's not going to have a breakout Who? year? He's really not. Who? He's really, really, really not. Debo Samuel. Dude's done. I'm telling you. Really? I. Wait, say, wait I'm sorry. Who? Who's that? Oh, uh, Debo Samuel, he said? Yeah, 49ers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I kind of. Yeah. I think he showed 
that Super Bowl, he showed he's he's ready to be the the wide receiver one for the Niners, and they actually Emmanuel Sanders went to New Orleans. We didn't touch. We didn't talk about. I mean, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders is old as shit now, so I don't really think he. I I could see him maybe as a flex, but nothing more than that. Uh, but I think Debo Samuel, I I totally disagree. I think he's ready to uh, to make take that next step next year and really be the the Niners' number one option and therefore a viable uh, viable fantasy player. Uh, hmm. Interesting. I wish we could. Uh, I'm I'm looking at oh, uh, man. you know the bottom half of us now. Yeah, I just Golden found a great Tate. name we had to talk about just because it just because memories you know it makes my Makes me smile. I just came across Golden Tate. Is it Golden yep. Tate? Golden fucking Tate. Oh, man. How much I love Golden Tate. In case everyone had forgot, Golden Tate is the reason Brent's out. And he wasn't top tier. Uh, so for that, we love him. What was it? Brent needed um, 2.2 points. And it was li- he had Golden Tate going down. It was literally something like that. Like, he needed... Less, I he needed less than two points on a Monday night football. Oh no no no! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was point two. Yeah, it was something crazy like that. He came or Brent lost yeah. by point two. Something. It was something like he needed one and a half, and he got one point one, like one catch for four yards. That was it. Just an all time abysmal fantasy performance, and it couldn't have come at a worse time for Brent. So he got. The playoffs, yeah. Uh, so we love him for that. Uh, that was touched upon. I was actually listening in preparation uh, for this episode till the last episode we produced way back in December, and we did touch upon that. But it's always great to revisit. It's gonna. I mean, one day we're gonna have to do a podcast and we just talk about all time league moments. Maybe after this one, that's and wonderful. that's got. I mean, up there with with. The Chris and Alex Monday Night Football fiasco, uh, the you and no, you and Alex fantasy, uh, Monday Night Football fiasco. Uh, yeah, what happened with Chris and Alex? That was when Alex was Alex. That was oh, the Patriots oh, yeah. game. Alex was finally about to get <laughs> his first so double of the year, and then the Patriots defense returned seven touchdowns, seven interceptions for touchdowns. Uh God, God, I, that's why we love playing fantasy football. Just going down memory lane right now. Uh, I was thinking if we had time, but we're running kind of long. We even do a, a mock draft, like a first few couple of rounds, just to see how it goes. Uh, but uh, we might have to save that for another episode. Yeah, I, I think we should do that. The uh, yeah, I think we can get. I think we still got to do quarterbacks. Oh yeah, quarterbacks. Well, we kind of—I mean, we kind of touched upon. We we didn't go into the rankings. We did touch upon Brady leaving. Uh, this is going to be interesting because I actually—I gotta assume. Oh wow! I had Pat Mahomes. I was assuming Pat Mahomes to be the consensus one, but it's actually Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson and really my mine is Pat Mahomes. Oh, you got Pat. They got Kyler. I got Kyler Murray. QB three, and I've I've been saying it. I'm a huge Kyler Murray fantasy guy. I don't think you know. 
I don't know if he'll if him and the Cardinals will be competitive in the NFC this year, but I love the addition of DeAndre Hopkins. Gives him a true number one. The other side, you got um, Larry Fitz, and oh, Kenyon Drake. I think plays the neck plays the role that David Johnson did of the Cardinals years past. So I mean, if you look at his stats last year, Kyler Murray was pretty decent. You know, oh, you know, it's like sixty five percent. 3,000-something yards, threw for the low 20 touchdowns. So I think he's actually – I don't mind that, that number three ranking. I'm taking Russell Wilson and Dak over Kyler Murray. No, yeah, I, and, and, and I would too, but I don't think it's out of – it's, you know, craziness to have Kyler Murray that high already. Uh, plus, you, you got to think he'll run for – he'll give you 500 to 800 rushing yards a year too. Um, I got Deshaun Watson at six. Really? What? I got, yeah, Deshaun. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Deshaun Watson at five. Oh, because I mean, Hopkins is gone. Yeah. I, Russell Wilson is lower than him. Uh, Brady is lower than him. Drew Brees, noted racist, is lower than him. Rodgers. I mean, holy shit. My guy Sam Darnold's twenty six. Fuck you, ESPN. Fuck you, ESPN. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I mean, who's he thrown to? You, Jameson Crowder. We got, we got Chris Herndon. If you you want my official, uh, buy low on Sam Darnold this year, folks. And just nothing but up. Nothing but positive returns. That's all you're going to get. Oh, my God. They have him lower than Gardner Minshew. Uh, that hurts. I don't... I don't even see Sam Darnold on uh, ESPN's rankings. Yo, they have him below Justin Herbert and Derek Carr. <laughs> okay, that's just blasphemy. I, at least on mine, he's higher than Derek Carr. Teddy Herbert. Bridgewater, Philip Rivers, Justin Herbert, Derek, Jarrett Stidham. No, my uh, mine has Jarrett Stidham all the way to the Drew bottom. Drew Locke. Drew Locke's gonna be good, folks. I like. I'm a big Drew Locke guy. Uh, Wait, what? They have Andrew Luck on the rankings here. They do. <laughs> yeah. He's listed as a free yeah, agent. And they have him. They have him listed above. They have him better than Josh. Oh Rosen. God, Josh Rosen, poor guy. Hey, guy never. Guy never had a good chance. I'm gonna just say it. Josh Rosen never was given a fair chance. It's no. He's he's yeah. so young. No, he went from the shitty Cardinals before they got good. Before they drafted, you know, before, and I'm sorry, not drafted, but got an offensive-minded coach. Then he goes to the shitty Dolphins, who are openly trying to lose in order to get Tua. I actually, I don't see Tua on here. But I think I, it's tough to judge Tua because with his injury, you don't really know when he's going to start, when he's going to, you know, start making an impact. So I can see why he was left off the list. If you expected to miss time. That... I don't know. I'm I'm seeing conflicting reports from, you know, some say it's the Dolphins are gonna do everything they can to get him to to start right away. 
and others are saying that he'll take some time. So I don't know. It remains to be seen. We got a whole off season. Uh, Joe Burrow. I they have on mine. Joe Burrow just above Drew Locke and Gardner Minshew, and just below uh, Goff and Ryan Tannehill and Baker. Interesting. Big Ben. I uh, just the the Gardner Minshew experiment just needs to not. You you cut out a little bit there. You want to repeat that? Yeah, the Gardner Minshew experiment just needs to not. I I think guy. that's just open tanking by the Jaguars. They they have their eyes set on Trevor Lawrence. They're trying to go zero and sixteen. I don't blame them because Trevor Lawrence is one very handsome, uh, and I think he's going to be a stud. So. Why? Why did the Bills need Jake Fromm? Cause eh, I mean I don't think Josh Allen's very good. Uh, he he's good in the style of play he does for Buffalo, but I think Josh Allen equals what Mark Sanchez was for like the two thousand nine two thousand two Jets. Very good defense, very good running game. They just need Josh. I, I, Josh Allen's better than what Mark Sanchez was back then, but they just need Josh Allen to hit a few easy throws, you know, easy completions, keep the ball going, and just put up twenty to twenty-four points a game, and they'll be fine. That's what he is. But I don't think you know if you get into a shootout, you know, you get into with you need Josh Allen to go out there and put up thirty-five on the road. I'm not seeing it. I don't think that's going to happen. What I don't know. Where are you at on Joe Burrow? Uh, he had a very good year. Don't get me wrong, but also Joe Burrow. I, I'm hesitant because, one, I think the Bengals are really terrible. They got old-ass A.J. Green. Couldn't even tell you another wide receiver they have. I don't know. I don't, I, I, don't, I think he'll be. Oh, oh, I'm back. I think I don't work in the NFL, but is he this transcendent talent that you know the number one pick deserves? I don't think so. But that's just me. All right, so as we're getting towards the end of the episode, why don't you give me someone you think is a sleeper and someone you think is going to be a disappointing Ooh. ass? Yeah, you put me on the spot already. Um, let's see. Well, we already in our run through of all the positions. I think we kind of touched upon a lot of who we think the bust are. Um, I'm gonna go. Huh. Give me, uh, I'll give you my sleeper right now because I think this is, I think this is an easy one. I'm gonna go with. Actually, it's not. It's so easy. I'm gonna go. I think Derrick Henry is gonna be a bust this year. Uh for no other re- for no simple reason other than I'm very disappointed we didn't take I didn't take him last year. 
They did. I know the Titans did lose a key uh, lineman this year. Jack Conklin, their right tackle, Pro Bowl right tackle, went to the Cleveland Browns. I don't know how that affects the running game very much, but probably can't be good. Uh, so I'm going to go with Derrick Henry as a bust. Also, I think they drafted a wide a running back, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I think his production is going to come down. His touches per game is going to come down. Their, their line as a whole is going to be worse. And I think because of last year's playoff run where they – they relied so heavily on handing Derrick Henry the ball and running the rock. They went deep. So he got tackled, you know, an extra 200 times last year in the playoffs. So I think especially early in the season, they're going to want to lessen his workload and kind of ease him back into, you know, to keep him fresh for the end of the season and and another playoff uh, potential run. So I'm not, I'm going to be cautious with, uh, with Derrick Henry. And my sleeper, I like I, I said before, I love Jerry Judy. I really wanted the Jets to take him. I think he's going to go right in and be the number one wide receiver for the Broncos. Like I mentioned already, I do like Drew Locke. Uh, so, I mean, I, I just think I, I can see him being a 1,000-yard wide receiver in his rookie year, you know, right off the bat. So, what about you? What do you, what do you think? Let me hear your sleepers. So my bus right now, and I, I, I don't even need to watch the season to know that this is going to happen. I could take a, I can go to sleep in early September, wake up, <laughs> fuck it, after the Super Bowl, be like... and say, oh, how bad was this guy? Go up to a random person on the street, just try to make conversation to make him think that I was awake <laughs> for the last six months, and I would. And I would say, oh, how bad was this guy? Was a lot. Say, oh, this sounds like someone who has been confident. Def- really? Devontae Adams. I kind of like it. I kind of yep. like it. One, hate Aaron Rodgers. And I, I well, yep. I, I don't want to take the limelight from you. Let me hear. Let me hear your thoughts on why. So you hate Aaron Rodgers. I kind of hate Aaron Rodgers. I know AB likes Aaron Rodgers for some reason. Um, but we could AB's not on the show. Right now. You know who also hates Aaron Rodgers? Right now to defend Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> he starts crying. Um, you know who also hates Aaron Rodgers? No, the I, Packers hate Aaron Rodgers. Do. I mean, that was just and, egregious that they drafted Jordan Love. They traded up in the first round, um, which is really, really yeah, despicable. Just, he, I think, Adams reached a ceiling. Rogers isn't happy. The Packers aren't happy. He's also old. Jordan Love is nowhere near ready to be a starting quarterback. I see a disaster happening with uh, with the Packers in general. Um, also, Devonta Adams. He's not my sleeper, but I think Aaron Jones is going to have a solid year. I don't think I I just can't see Rodgers. That's a big determine. It's a yeah, because you know you're you're good with that one game. You can drop him after that, but I don't think they play each other. Um, 
The Packers won the division. The Cowboys didn't. The Cowboys will be playing the NFC West. Ah, so no, pack, no Packers on, on the boys' schedule? No, yeah. because I know the Cardinals, Rams, and Seahawks are. Yeah, no, it's it's you know. Anyway, my sleeper. He gets made fun of a lot in the last couple of years. I think he's gonna be what Derek. He's gonna be Derek Henry this year. No one's gonna want him. Someone's gonna take him in like the eighth round, and they're gonna be very happy that that happened. Really. I didn't even see him on the running back yep. rank. I'm going to have to check this really quick right now. I got to see where our boy Leonard. I mean, there's the whispers. First of all, there's those whispers that he's on his way out. Oh, this has him running back 13. He's going to be top running back seven, seven this year. Oh, I don't know. He, he's going to be in the top seven. He might be better than that. He's going to be no worse all than right. seven. Well, he's better than Josh Jacobs. He's better than Kenyon Drake. He's better than Austin Eckler. He's better than Nick Chubb. He's better than Derrick Henry this year. Yep. Interesting. Well, we have it on record. Beans putting it, putting his official bean stamp. Leonard Fournette, top seven running back this year. I kind of I again. Yep. I kind of like it. We're 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 agreeing too much on this podcast. I don't like that. But, you know, it's early. There's still a lot of offseason to go. Training camps have – mini camps – well, mini camps aren't, aren't going to happen because of COVID. Uh, so, I mean, any, any last thoughts before we wrap this up? No. So, let's uh, – well, uh, you know, we got everybody's yeah. attention. You know, I, I, let's bring it back. Let's uh, – you know, I'm starting to have a little bit more time. Let's uh, league talk is back. We're gonna be a lot more predictions, a lot more laughs, a lot more smiles, a lot more tragedy, love, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You want it, you got it here. Whatever, whatever, whatever you you need on a particular day. League talk is back. We're gonna be doing mock drafts. We got exactly. it all coming. That's We're just back. that's Brought just the dialogue that we try to establish, you know, on this on this podcast. We don't take ourselves seriously. We're here to entertain you for, you know, an hour or so at a time. Uh, provide some adequate fantasy football discussion, as well as just general sports and life observances. So we hope we have that. We established that in you. Uh, so with that, we're going to sign off. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, the Congress Mini Mart. They'll serve you. Give them their business because, you know, these small businesses are struggling right now. Uh, they can certainly use a soul. I could certainly use a soul. You want to get? You want to get some souls later? I nothing more in the world I want than that to happen. That's a crazy way to say that sentence. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Well, with that, thank you again for listening, and uh, you know, go league, go league.